0: Today is Monday, August seventh. The Yankees just had what was a pretty brutal week, but then they finished off strong. They lost two out of three to the Indians and then split a four-game set. No, nope, they lost two. <laughs> nope, they lost two out of three to the Tigers and split a four-game set with the Indians. I always get my AL Central teams mixed up. Let's talk Yanks. I'm I have an interesting baseball. fellow coming on after the break. His name is Jimmy James John Boy, whatever. Well, this guy went from like 300 followers to like 2,300 followers. His name is John Boy, the Yankee family. All right, my name is Jimmy John Boy, whatever you want to call me. I'm coming from New Jersey this week. I'm on vacation down the Jersey Shore in a little town called Lavalette. Jake is in Denver. Say hi, Jake.
1: Hey, hey guys. That uh, I I know you touched on it. And I I mentioned it, but uh, that radio announcer intro for you, James John boy, I don't know. That's I love that. So <laughs> what is my name? Yeah, nobody knows, but yeah, we're, we're out in Denver. Just went on the lily pad lake hike in Silverthorne, Colorado this morning. So it was delightful.
0: Nice. I'm at the beach every single day, burnt to crisp. I won, uh, the championship. We had an eight person double elimination paddleball, little pro game at the beach. Won it. Not bad. My little brother had to beat me twice in the championship. Beat me the first game. I persevered. Was down 5-1 in a game to 11. Started muttering to myself like Chase Headley. Just angry. I was like, just play it. Don't play. I was just play defense, Jimmy. Just play defense, Jimmy. Just play deep, And then I won. So, it's so good. I'm happy. Proud of myself. you. In my favorite place ever. Well, let's talk some Yanks. Let's talk Yanks. So, here's how fleeting baseball emotions are. Because... I got all our notes in order today. Been thinking, yo, know, during the week, I think, what are we going to say? What are the topics we're going to talk about? And it was dreadful. And I was about to maybe like, hey, maybe this is a week I get angry. I start actually getting real mad at this team. And then they go win. I mean, the lineup didn't do much on the, the third game against the Indians, but they won a close game with great defense and great pitching, timely hitting. That's playoff baseball. So that's not going to get me angry. And then today they finally Blow it open, win eight to one. So here I am in love with the Yankees again.
1: Yeah, it's kind of funny because it's that <laughs> I don't know that it's a terrible week almost turned into like a positive thing. Like oh, they persevered. Like should have been an awful week. And I, you know, he's he's got more brownie points with me <laughs> probably because I don't listen to him as much as you. But Michael K said it best during one of the games this week that when when you're Running hot, your team's probably not as good as you think they are. When you're running cold, your team's probably not as bad as they think they are. So, I don't know. Still not a great week, but <laughs> a lot, a lot better than uh, what we thought this podcast was going to be <laughs> about Friday evening.
0: I know. I was worried. I'm like, I'm down the shore. I'm with all my family. How am I going to build up such anger yeah. uh, to release it? Because it is was really frustrating. I was. I, I said that's how
1: that's how normal people usually do build up their anger, but not <laughs> not your family.
0: No. No, I was I was that the second game against the Indians, the, um, I don't even know who pitched that game. Was that Jaime's Start? Yeah, Jaime Garcia Start. That, ga- that game that game broke.
1: You actually erased that game from your memory. When we were talking about the notes for this show, you didn't have it listed. No, I didn't <laughs> so that you, game. You actually broke blacked me. that game out. <laughs> yeah. It,
0: it completely broke me. I have a deal with like my girlfriends, like we're not gonna fall asleep angry ever. You know, like we'll always apologize before we fall asleep. I think it's a nice thing to do. That game broke me. I was laying in bed. I was about to go to sleep, and I said, you know what? We're still the Yanks. Yeah. Still still young. Still got a lot of talent. So I fired off a tweet. I was like, all right, I'm unbroken. That game's in the past. And look at that. One, the next two games. Power Power of positive thinking, right? Yeah. All right, so let's get into this. We got swinging bunts.
1: Little squibber here, swinging
0: butt. Swinging bunts are our fun, small topics to ease ourselves into the week. My first swinging bunt is uh, Batances threw an immaculate inning. Yeah. Which, it, which, if I'm being honest, I didn't know that that was named that. Like, I know Golden Sombrero. I know a lot of those. I I didn't know there was a term for that. Did you?
1: Yeah. I I mean, what is that just nine pitches? Is it three Ks? What is it?
0: Nine pitches, nine strikes, three Ks.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, I feel like that's not a generic baseball term. I feel like that's a K or something. Like, Yeah. I, so, I didn't know the term, but I guessed it using, at you know, yeah. semi-facts. So, it's it was, good.
0: It was after a three-hour and something rain delay and, like, the lone bright spot of that game, I think. But it was pretty cool. He came out dominant. Yeah. So, Immaculate Inning, put it in the record books. It's going to be like when we look back on this year, when they make the DVD after we win the World Series, The in 2009, there's a segment like, Melky hit for the cycle, and that lifted the team. Two, yeah. 2017 batance is through an immaculate inning some meaningless dumb stat that has a name like the cycle is cool but i i don't get I, pumped up for the cycle i hate the cycle i'm gonna say it there. i don't hate it, it you don't need to tell me a guy hit for the cycle
1: i love the cycle cycle's great i don't think the immaculate innings getting mentioned in the yankees postseason wrap-up <laughs> well maybe so, so
0: all right sorry about a, it you got a swinging yeah. bun
1: yeah. The only other swing and bunt, and I know we're going to delve into it further. Um, I was just, I was reading about, uh, Tyler Austin and he was talking about coming back and it it just took me surprised that they said Tyler Austin looking to get his starting job back. I was like, Excuse me? <laughs> Same Tyler Austin, but I guess back, you know, it seems years ago now, but a month ago, two months ago, whenever it was, he, uh, he was getting some run as the starting first baseman a little bit. So we'll, uh, I don't know. He's he's getting back healthy. I you know we we open every show with Greg Bird. It seems like and now <laughs> Tyler Austin Tyler Austin's throwing his hat in the ring. So well, I I don't know. We'll he's, see. <laughs> Someone Aust- play good.
0: Tyler Austin's such an afterthought. I I think the Yankees kind of treat him like a Rob Snyder where it's like um I mean maybe if we need you because yeah I don't I don't think there's any like clear cut plans like let's get Tyler Austin to the Bronx.
1: No. But he like I think he thinks that because I think he's rehabbing with Mr. Hicks, who is going to be coming to the Bronx. So we'll, yeah. we'll get there.
0: Yeah, we'll get into guys coming back and uh, my guy, Greg Bird, coming back. Uh, I got that on the list. All right, that's it. Swing and bunts. Let's move on to the next one, gappers. And Jeter drives one of the gap in left center field. Gappers. Talk about some debuts. Sunny Gray debut. Sonny Gray debut, uh, I said it was the worst welcome party ever thrown for a new teammate. <laughs> like, hey, welcome to the team, Sonny. Go out there. We're so glad to have you. We're gonna do nothing behind you. We're gonna hurt you. Not did they not help him. They literally hurt him.
1: Yeah, or it's you know, um, Uncle Joe, Uncle Joe Girardi pulled out everybody <laughs> over during before the game and was like, Hey, we got these two new guys. Everyone played really good defense today. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and yeah. then like just things fall apart let's yeah, go I, out
0: there I, and support them and then bad errors too i said it looked like they were playing baseball with a bouncy ball just popping out of gloves
1: yeah it's really bad, stupid bad errors and I, I know they didn't do much on the scoreboard they had a couple chances they just couldn't get the the one no they're the, the one to make it worthwhile um but yeah those <laughs> i mean sonny and jamie looked fairly good i mean um hi may don't jamie, be rude yeah excuse me um, Jaime.
0: Well, Sonny looked really good. I thought he his he, he looked crisp, his pitches looked sharp. I thought he was pretty aggressive and fun to watch. A lot of ground balls, which we need. Yeah. Ha- Jaime so. danced around, squirted. He also suffered from bad defense, but not errors. Like there was the balls were being booted around. Gary had about eight pass balls. We'll get into that. So he didn't really get help. And then it was kind of thing like it was a late inning. Yeah.
1: It was it was just awkward bad defensive stuff like the judge throw like that. Like those two games just sucked like you, as a fan you just sat there and were like this is kind of miserable. I don't want my team playing like this.
0: I was broken. I was a broken man.
1: Yeah. I I will say um for Jaime he I if it was the third inning or whatever it was but you know the Yank, Gary was letting balls by the defense wasn't helping him. Then he just had a and you know I don't like using this language but he he had a fuck it inning on the <laughs> with the Yanks and his curveball was dancing. Um he, he threw really well. So I I think both are gonna be good. I think both guys are experienced and can eat innings. Jaime, the better team, he might get beat up a little bit. It's it's an easy game. He could go seven and do you pretty well and Sonny's 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 good. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Oh. Sonny what what what's what what Sonny gave us really excited me. What Jaime Garcia gave us, I was I mean, I think if you had expectations for him to give you the same thing Sonny gave you, that's on you. Yeah. Because it was – some guy was like, what, who did we trade for this guy again? Why did we trade for him? Um, dude, because Luis Sessa and uh, – who's the other guy? Kayla Smith couldn't get out of the third inning. Like, yeah. co- competently. Sonny – like, so Jaime didn't get out of the fifth. He gave us four and two thirds. But first game against a tough team. Indians are a tough team. So, yeah. whatever. I'm not too worried. They're, they're still – I'm still pretty high on both trades, on both those guys. I mean, stupid to make decisions after just one start, but my decision is I'm still high on them. Yeah. All right. Same. You got any more gappers?
1: We're good, right? I don't think so.
0: Um,
1: Big Stinky Cheese me.
0: Got some cheese, bud! Got some big, stinky cheese! Let's get into it. The Big Stinky Cheese. What you want to go first, Gary or the six-man? Let's go six-man rotation first because I think Gary's the juicier story, actually.
1: Let's go six man. I And <laughs> I think Joe's thoughts are changing. And I think as a fan, your thoughts are changing because we did. We went six man this week while well, we're hearing we're not going six man. And I think it's going to be, you know, we we have an off day tomorrow. Correct. Or correct. off Day Monday. So we're going to.
0: And then. So the first thing is they don't like the term six man. Right. One time I had an English teacher in college tell me the mafia didn't exist. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, there's no such thing as a mafia, and I was like, do you believe that there's organized crime in New York City? He was like, yes. I was like, do you think it's run by like head bosses and like captains? Should he's like, yes. I was like, so you just don't like the word mafia? He's like, yeah. yeah. I think you need to say organized crime. I said, okay. A, you're fucking loser. Two, <laughs> it exists. So the Yankees yeah. do not like the term six man rotation.
1: Right. It's it it is it's a. It is kind of it's a faux pas term. It's uh, if college football you say you have two quarterbacks, that most people say, okay, that means we have zero quarterbacks. Yeah, that is what it is. Six six man. It's yeah, it's them doing the song and dance again. It's one of when Girardi annoys you. This is something that should fit in his strength. That you know, if they sit Gumby out a turn, or I was at first I thought they were going to limit Sevy, but I think Sevy's been so dirt, you're not going to limit Sevy. You just got to. You got to <laughs> lay back and enjoy that breeze, baby.
0: <laughs> They're going to let Sevy grip it and rip it until yeah, until his arm falls off. So, I
1: ball. mean, it yeah, it's mostly going to be Gumby, and he'll, he'll go into that bullpen every now and then for the, you know, the no-rules bullpen, get a couple innings here and there. I, I don't see them messing with other guys. The only thing you might see an extra day rest if, you know, CC has better numbers against a certain team or something along those lines.
0: I think Gumby is the odd man out, even though he just pitched pretty well. But I don't know if they'll throw him to the bullpen because in the bullpen you can't trust him to get his his pitches in every oh, five I'm, days.
1: I'm I'm not saying is like uh like in the mix there. I think it would be if someone has a bad start. But you don't think they'd try see. to
0: keep him fresh and throw him down AAA to where he gets like if like so they keep him on a rotation like hey we don't need no. you this week because we have no off days, but then next week we can use you.
1: I think Gumby's been a little bit of a bonus and he's at at this point he's he's on the team they're just going to limit innings and a couple long relief he'll he'll have one of those you know you'll hear nine days between starts things like that and you know that that's tough for him because even though you're limiting his innings you're getting him off of a consistent cycle but I think young guy you kind of got to respect it and go with it and he's Gumby's done pretty well for us, so anything else at this point is almost bonus. I know that's not the best way to look at
0: it, but no, I know, but I agree, and I but I think it's going to be whatever the schedule, however the schedule presents itself. If they can mess around with the schedule and make sure Sevy and Gray go against the Red Sox and Blue Jays, or you know the or whoever's the bigger games, and if by taking Gumby in and out of the mix helps that. I think they're going to try and take advantage of that. So it's going to be like, yeah, well, we did a six-man this week, but we're not doing a six-man rotation. And then the next week they'll do a five-man. And the next week, well, we're going to get Gumby a start. Yeah, a six, exactly. Oh, but we are not doing a six-man rotation. but Bingo. you. But you are. But you are. You're doing it every other week. That's what I think. And I think that's smart. All yeah. right. So the Gary situation. So, ah, shit. Okay, we're now tabling the Gary situation to the awards. One of my awards is this very okay. situation, so let's Gary's just Gary's getting tabled. Yeah, we're getting tabled. Uh, going straight into awards. Okay. Well, Actually,
1: what about uh, we we still got more cheese, baby. No, nah, I'd move that. Okay, even the slumping.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're not slumping anymore.
1: Yeah.
0: We um, can talk about the slumping, the right-handed batter specifically.
1: Right, right. The righties had a tough week. Um, again, I. What we mentioned last week, he, I think you still have to chalk it up to baseball. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: it just sucks when they all hit at once. But Didi, lunatic, raging lunatic, has been hitting. Yeah, Dar- Gardner's been still grinding out at bats, angry as hell, and Chase still angry. So those three lefty bats yeah. are doing well. The righties: Gary, Holiday, Judge, um, yeah, Todd Frazier. They all Fra-es- had a they all had a terrible week. Like Clint, Clint Frazier too. They had terrible yeah. weeks. Are we scared about Judge? We can talk about him right now. That's a big topic. he hit a home run Sunday, a rocket line drive. I tweeted yeah. out that pitchers were pitchers were pitching to Judge. The Indians pitchers were pitching to Judge like he was your friend's kid brother who thinks he's part of the game, but he isn't, but you let him get it at-bat, and then you just throw outside pitches, and he swings at all three, and he strikes out, and then you move back to the regular scheduled game.
1: Yeah, it it's it's a weirdly good comparison uh i think (laughs) more baseball terms (laughs) gary and judge have both been swinging at garb outside garbage really since the all-star break yeah like just bad strikeouts i would say worry about them slumping not really but i would say we kind of touched on this last week so it's kind of you start you raise the flag a little bit you start checking it out see if this Is the pattern? I think with Judge, um, he's. I'm, and I'm not going home run derby on you. I'll I'll give him a little bit because I I know they'll like it. But he's built like a monster, and he can hit him out to right center at Yankee Stadium so easy. He's just got to go back to the line drives. He's going to be fine. Gary, man, some of the garbage he's been swinging at was was really frustrating. So that's something to watch, I guess. But again, we're we're still picking at two young guys that have had.
0: Yeah, Gary, Gary, <laughs> you know, Gary's
1: top-notch top starts to their career.
0: They're both, you forget they're both in their first Major League season. Yeah, They've never done season, 162 games in straight in the pros. So that's a little yeah. crazy. Someone else said, like, why judge Aaron Judge so hard on these 70 at-bats compared to the 300 earlier, which is true. This This sample size is smaller than the first half sample size. I'm not worried long-term. They're still like Mm. super bright futures for us, and I love them. Yeah. But I hope in the future, like, Jeter in his long ass career had what, two major slumps? Jeter's a different story. Can't compare him to Jeter. I understand that. But I'm just saying they're slumping bad right now. Yeah. It's a little worse than your average slump, but listen, I'm not going to, I'm not throwing like the please save us. They're garbage. We can't count them. They just need to get out of it. It's baseball. It's
1: it's a young guy slumped.
0: Okay, awards. And the award. You go first this week. Who's your pride? I'm going of the first this
1: week. My pride, pride, pride of the Yankees. 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 Yeah. My pride of the Yankees is Severino. Two wins this week. Again, what we talked about could have been a, a terrible week for the Yankees. It, it looked like it was going to be a terrible week for the Yankees by the end of Friday night. Severino won one Sunday. Um, Sunday and Monday, <laughs> or Monday and Sunday, if you will. And man, his last four starts, he's four and zero with a zero point seven one ERA. Severino's twenty three years old. We uh, he was an All Star this year. We the you know Judge obviously got all the love in the world. Gary, if you're into baseball, you you understand what he's doing is pretty special. You know, a lot of the Yankees fan base is more obsessed with Clint Frazier than me. Dude, what Severino's doing is <laughs> pretty out of control. So keep keep giving Sevi all the love in the world. He's he's our ace. I <laughs> you know, I I feel like I've mentioned that three times with a question mark at the end, cause just cause he's young and I don't know. Picture Yankees ace is a past year prime Sabathia. You start going into guys like I mean Clemens and <laughs> Randy Johnson when we used to <laughs> do things that way, and then you say a name like Severino and it's like, eh. but man, he's He's, he's doing very special things.
0: I'm glad you have him because I wanted to change to him last second after Sunday's game. Yeah. He was dominant, two hits, one hit, happened to be a home run. Same with Gumby uh, yesterday, just, well, whatever. Um, my pride of the Yankees, also a pitcher, a man we all love to hate and we all love to love, Betances. Ellie. He got four innings this week, zero hits. Seven Ks, two holds. Whatever holds is the weird side. He did his job four times perfectly, and he had the coveted immaculate immaculate inning. inning. Yeah. So Botansis is dude the immaculate inning. The next day when he was out, when he's on, he's so fun. No, I he buckles people's knees more than any other pitcher I've seen in the past. I mean, on a regular basis, knee buckles.
1: Just filthy. <laughs> Filthy, filthy
0: stuff. You think they should start calling him the knee buckler?
1: Uh no, but
0: Me neither. I don't like it at all. So. But that's my yeah. that's my pride of the Yankees, Patansis. Four times you came in over the course of seven days, only six games. Four times you came in four innings over six games, zero hits, seven K's, no runs. Good job, Dylan. Yeah.
1: All right. Good job Dylan.
0: Who's your uh Yankee mother fluffer?
1: You Yankee motherfucker.
0: You want to change this to uh, that damn Yankee?
1: I don't hate that. All right. I don't know. It's a hard. I, I kind of like. I, I like. I like to think when I say "mother fluffer," it, it reminds people that I have a little puppy dog. And then you come in with the hard F, and that kind of drops the hammer a little bit. But right. either way. Okay. Um. You let us let Yan- us
0: let us know at home. Should we change the Yankee motherfucker to that damn Yankee? Should we go a little more PC for the the grandparents listening? Let us yeah. know. I don't care either don't- way.
1: All we right, don't who, care.
0: so who's so who's your Yankee motherfucker?
1: Yankee motherfucker, I man, I was between two guys, and I I'm still finalizing my debate. I got to go, Matt Holiday, man. I, you know, we we love you. You're you're the cool old guy in the clubhouse. You're you're pretty mean, but you're kind of silly at times. But man, I think he's batting like a hundred this week, somewhere around there. Not good. And I mean, that's and he's a guy that at this point you know, he's a DH and he's a right-handed hitting DH who can't run. <clears throat> so man, he, weeks like that are just brutal. Um, it's been,
0: it's been a while too. It's been more it than takes just weeks. away
1: from other young guys getting at bats. And yeah, you know, we, again, we went from the, a baseball slump is a baseball slump. I'd say last week to now it's like, okay, like is, did father time happen or what's going on? Cause that's, We talk about all these roster transactions coming up and we, you and me have been defenders of holiday because he is the old guy leader of the team. But if you, if that holds up and this guy's just a DH, I don't know. You get people talking again. I think at this point you're kind of frozen with them unless you pull the fake injury card for a little bit to see if he gets right. But, well they just did that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They just did. He's on the 10 day DL for, they said he pulled his back. I don't know if I'm just cynical, but I don't, Hey, Matt, you pulled your back. What? What, Joe? You pulled your back yesterday. Yeah. Okay, Okay, Joe. Um, Because Hicks is budding. He's coming. Hicks is coming back. Clint hasn't looked good, but still Clint doesn't deserve to be dropped down. Ellsbury has now looked good. So I think uh, Holiday, and I think Holiday, they rushed him back the same they rushed Castro. We were slumping. They wanted a fire. I think, um, I mean, listen, I said it again. The sickness he had, it's mono or something like that. They're no joke. They they zap you of your energy. Uh, so it's either that, it's a mixture of some things. But, yeah, he went from slumping to, like, dude, come on. yeah, And now he's so, on the 10-day well. DL. Uh, they brought up Cooper for him. That's just a temporary replacement because Cooper will be down and Hicks will be back. And, I mean, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that this 10-day DL might be a Tyler Austin DL where in three months from now we're saying, two months from now we're, like, holidays looking to come back and we're like, mm, dude, we're... We're all we don't need you.
1: Yeah, we'll see. That's that's definitely become more of a, a very serious question mark for the team and just the the one the person I was debating with was Clint Frazier. I know he's uh everyone's favorite, but man, he he had a brutal week too. But
0: hey, I gotta I have like a huge confession to make that I do not want to make at all. Make like it. I thought about only making this to you off air in a text message in parentheses, so like it wasn't real. Sure. I've I've forced myself to like Clint Frazier.
1: Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> cause, cause of his looks. Is that what you're saying?
0: There's like some really little tiny things that I just don't like. Every time he fields a ball in the outfield, he has no idea right. where to throw it. He just comes up and bobbles it and either like double clutches, guardy Ellsbury. They just turn and fire. And then when he does throw it, he's overthrown every throw. And it's like, I know, dude, you're trying to make an impression and stuff. Yeah. But I just feel like his baseball instincts are lacking. And again, again, everything that he does good should outweigh this in my brain. I think another thing is the internet and the Twitter people love him so much and force feed him down everyone's throat that I have a little bit of spite, like, shut up. Um, Yeah,
1: I've been the more cynical one out of us on him. And I, I think the numbers are starting to get there. And I think what you were saying is he just needs to turn the knob down sometimes. I know (laughs) baseball, it's cool. Those guys that are 100% all the time and, you know, Pete Rose and the guys that could do it well. I mean, even Harper still kinda executed, but a lot of people hate Harper. But yeah, Clint's just gotta turn the knob down sometimes. Like, yeah, the double stuff's cool. Like you're you're hustling out of the box. I love it. You know, extra base is all of it. But dude, if you if you slap one right, we'd we'd love that. <laughs> we'll take your signal. So I, I don't know if if it's coming, but yeah. He he needs a little breather or something.
0: He did get a walk today. I still don't like his swing. I still, uh, am excited for him to be the future, and the future starting outfielder on this team because I think he can do that. But personality-wise, I just don't really like him. And this is like trust tree shit. You cannot go shouting John Boy doesn't like Clint Frazier and act like I hate him. All yeah. Because right? then people are going to turn on me. I don't want that.
1: I continued from last week because I, I'm on the stats page again. His his 162 game stats extract extrapolated right now would be 162 games, 44 doubles, 25 homers, 106 RBIs, 187 strikeouts, and then 243, 269 OBP. So again, I mean, counting stats wise, yeah, the guy's doing some really cool stuff, but there's definitely more that can be fine tuned to, to, to make this dude a better player.
0: He humped a tarp today. All right. My Yankee motherfucker, that damn Yankee is, um, Every right-handed hitter. So I said that already. I really didn't want to pick on one guy when everyone deserved hate. So y'all suck. And you were yeah. dreadful to watch and you broke me. But Sunday you did good and I enjoyed that. But you really had me quite sad. Some people get mad. I just get sad. I get personally hurt. Like what the hell?
1: You you, you said every right-handed hitter. I, I insulted two in mine with, without meeting it. So that's a yeah, tough go. week for the righties.
0: All right. Award? Yeah, yeah, your your first uh, regular. Keep them going. Yeah, keep them going.
1: The award everyone always wants, the award the people the people try to get, is that the famous. Wait, am I the sixth starter? Slash, am I on the team? Oh wait, I just saved the week for the team, and it's Gumby.
0: <laughs> oh wait, uh, I just saved the week for the team. It's good.
1: <laughs> Seriously, we you were broken Friday Friday night. It was like. Holy smokes. Hope we can get one from the Indians. Um, we, we kind of, we blew the series with the Tigers. We, you know, you would have liked to get two out of three there, man. Gumby, Gumby came in, had a solid game, did, did what we needed from him again, saved an atrocious week to, uh, okay. We, we played some road games. We, we lost some, we won some, let's, let's move on and get it. So Mr. Mr. Montgomery, thank Thanks, man. Appreciate you.
0: He was pitching angry. I, I tweeted out from uh, the podcast account at Talkin Yanks. Everyone go follow and tell everyone else in their entire lives to go follow. But I tweeted out I made a little video. Uh, I'm going to start tweeting videos from that account more because in the off chance it gets suspended. It's just the podcast account, not my personal account. But I tweeted out a video of <laughs> Gumby. Just He had like six, seven strikeouts all on his big, looping, nasty curve. And he was angry, man. He was showing a little – it was very subtle, but he was showing a little more emotion like – I can fucking do this. Like, yeah. don't don't take me out of here. And then he did get pulled early, really early, 65 pitches, had struck out nine in a row, or had gotten out nine in a row. Joe Girardi said, that's the team we have. That's the product of the environment. That's half truth. The other half truth is he's clearly on an innings limit, and if he yeah. gets you to the sixth inning in a close game, so I, why why not? Yeah. On the surface, it's like, come on, Joe. What the hell? Like, this is lunacy. But then if you dig deeper, you're like, why? Why? Why not? So I was fine. I was fine with it once I gave it a little bit more thought. Okay. Uh, My first award is uh, the Come On, Man, I Had Your Back, What the Hell Award. Goes to my boy, Gary Sanchez. Uh, I just like... I wrote an entire article on bronxpinstripes.com. I tweeted it out. Like, come on. uh, He's fine. Whatever. He's not lazy. And then um, just really rude of Gary to come at me. So personally, personally, and let all those pass balls go, not even care, slouch around. Um, I said at the time, I love him. He's my favorite Yankee. He's a big old teddy bear, but Joe Girardi should have taken at him out of that game, mid-inning, Billy Martin style. And Joe would never do that, uh, but he should have been like, Gary, and you're out. And I'm going to go on for a little bit here. I think the way Joe has handled it since is perfect. He didn't catch the next game, but he doesn't catch Gumby. So that's not really a message. And he's still DH'd. And then he told the media, Joe said, Saturday night he said, Gary's scheduled to catch tomorrow. So the entire world knew Gary's supposed to start. And then you get there Sunday morning. Gary's not in the lineup. Now we know, okay. Joe could have made an excuse to ease that in to him not catching. Joe said there's a message. Joe also had a quote. He said, Gary needs to improve. That's the bottom line. So, uh, for all the Joe haters, I think Girardi's handled this pretty well. Maybe it should have been handled earlier, but maybe they tried. And this is the kick in the butt that needs. Now, if this kick in the ass works, that's awesome. If it doesn't, then it's a real... Situation, because... uh Yeah. So, Gary's been l- bad, lazy. Uh, I'm, I don't know if it's one or the other. I think it's both. I think it leans towards lazy because it's kind of like defense and basketball. Like, just do it. Yeah. So, here's people are now, like, New York Post, they're trying ESPN New York. They're writing all these articles saying Romine should be the everyday starter behind the plate. That's not true at all. Gary is still the better defensive catcher at throwing runners out. Then Romine, he throws him out. Gary throws him out 30% this year, 45 last year. Romine's like 17%, 18%. So that's not the change. Romine handles Gumby better. He may have, handle the staff better. But Severino and CeCe have come off the mound raving about the way Gary called the game before. It's just blocking balls. And it's... So, I was telling my mom, because she gets on me about Gary. She thinks he's just a lazy tub of shit. I'm like, shut up, mom. i love my life right there. <laughs> so, when you balance it out, the good hitting... And the arm to throw guys out is pretty high. The pass balls is pretty low. Usually, because usually pass balls won't make or break your game. That Jaime Garcia start, those pass balls, they deflated everything. Even when we had a rally and we got one run and it was like, okay, we can get on base. We hit this guy. Let's go into next inning and use this momentum. The next inning, like two pass balls, a run scores because of one. It's like, what the hell? Like how it was just super deflating. So I need Gary to get his ass in gear start blocking balls arm speed and arm strength. You can't teach that or like really work on it at his, at the pro level. And he has that hitting. He has that. He's still like, since he started his career till now, he's the best catcher in a lot of categories offensively. So out of the three hitting, throwing blocking balls, the easiest to learn fix is blocking balls. I would say he needs to learn fix, try harder. He needs to figure that out. He's only 24. It's all, this is his first season. So, I hate, I'm mad at him, but I'm also still making a lot of points to people not be mad at him in the future, or at least let him figure it out. I'm glad you already benched him Sunday, sent him a message, but he doesn't get any better. He can't improve on the bench, so now he needs to go out there and play, and he needs to do better. And diatribe.
1: Yeah, that was, holy smokes. For the fans at home that (laughs) are comparing catcher to NBA defense, I think what Jimmy was talking about is that, you know, at the little league level, you're told as a catcher, if there's a ball in the dirt, drop to your knees, get your chest in front of it. And you know, the as the further levels you go, it's it's like doing a backhand from third base. It's making the pick. So, it I mean, there's <laughs> there's a little more skill than that. Yeah. <laughs> um, of course. I, and the the only other good cop note I'm gonna put in is that it was Gary's first time catching high. Yep. So I'll give him a little bit of a touch on that. But yeah, I his. His defense has to get there for at least for now for another year or two. I know a, a huge conversation that's probably an off-season conversation is <laughs> kind of we, we've discussed it, but the, the Judge Sanchez almost raced to first base. <laughs> what's what's going to give in first? Gary's defense or Judge's knees? So that's uh, again, we, we could have a whole a whole show on that. But uh, yeah, come on, Gary. Be, be better, man.
0: Yeah. Next, I don't want you to ever win the, come on, man, I had your back. What the hell award? I never want you to win that yeah. again, Gary. Another small little tidbit on Gary. I have Yes Network here because I'm in New Jersey, so I get to see the post game and shit, which I usually don't get to watch. I'll just watch the clips they throw out on Yes Network Twitter. The reporters went in on Gary today, and I think it's bullshit that he has to stand there and answer every single one of them. Like, if you do a press conference at a podium... They pass the mic and people will stop it and cut it off when they are asking the same question over and over again. No one was there to do that because it was just at the locker. And when a guy has a translator, the reporters act like such fake tough guys because there's a cushion of a translator. Right. Some dude literally said, do you think your work ethic is the problem? They would never ask that to Gary if he was standing there looking him in the eye speaking English. And then they asked that like four different ways. So to the reporters out there that listen to talking Yanks, which is zero of you, go fuck fuck yourselves. That was rude. And they asked Gary. So I guess they're mad at Gary because he put on too much muscle and he's not flexible enough to block balls. Let's not look for one single sole reason why he's not blocking balls. Dude just is not playing well.
1: If the defense hadn't been mentioned and and Gary's hitting home run balls, they're saying, wow, thank God Gary put on that extra muscle this offseason. So that's,
0: it was bad. People are trying to paint him like a villain and not even wax the other side like I tried to do of all the other shit. They're just. Yeah. Fine. All right. Anyway, your next award.
1: My next award. So again, you don't want to win Jimmy's last one. A lot of people love to win the wait I wait. Am I the sixth starter? Am I on the team? Oh, I just saved the week award. But the the second award is kinda uh, <laughs> I I wish I re- renamed it the double birds, but it's. The, y'all hated me for three years, and now y'all <laughs> mfers owe me an apology. And it's Chase Headley.
0: He wins the y- y- Ch- y'all. hated me for three years, and now y'all owe me apolo- an apology award. Yeah. I've won that uh, before. It's a good feeling.
1: Yeah, that's true. Man, Chase Chase has just been bringing it, and like you said, and you know, there's uh, I've I've dropped too many stats. I'm not supposed to be the sad guy, but Chase has been hitting the ball. Really well, just really consistent from different parts of the order now. He got slid up in the order th- the other day. I mean, he's he's doing a lot for the Yanks right now. And, man, just the attitude. I mean, I, I guess when I've thought about Chase Headley for the past three years previous to, I don't know, <laughs> this summer, I just thought kind of like deadpan old man, like, oh, Headley feels the ground and throws first, and first out of the inning happens. Like, just – Kind of a waning thought, like, oh, Headley went one for four with a double. That's a great game, Chase. Man, he's playing with intensity. That that pinch hit homer was still awesome. But yeah, Chase, Chase has been bringing it. I, you know, I, if the first podcast I jumped on was five weeks ago, six weeks ago, whenever it was. I still would have been uh, you know, if we if we can move Chase at the deadline and get some more at bats for these guys, yeah. But right now, Chase Chase and Didi are the, the guys really holding the team together, which is not exactly how Cash drew it up, but, hey, we'll, we'll take it. He's
0: played a good first base, too. Hasn't hurt us at all, moving positions. And his offense yeah. hasn't really taken a slump either. Chase has that, like, anger and intensity about him where I would be like, hey, glad that guy's on my team, uh, but scares the hell out of me. Yeah. All right, my second award, and the award for being in charge of his own mind. It's a little heavy. But what Todd Frazier Bloody. did to Trevor Bauer I thought was genuinely impressive because Todd <laughs> Bauer threw a one-two inside fastball that was like not even close to hitting him. Yeah. It was just like in an inside fastball on a two-strike pitch. And Frazier, whether he had control of this or not, knew that he needed some anger, some fire in him. And he was like, hey, man, not that close. That's not cool. Whatever he yelled. He got himself fired up because he put it in his head, like, that guy just tried to hit me. That guy just tried to hit me with yeah. that fastball. What the hell? Next pitch, home run. And then after he's after he scores, he slams on the base and he's like, Oh, got that guy. I can't believe he tried to hit me. It's like, man, he was not trying to hit you at all. But if that's what you need to do to get yourself like into it, the at bat and make a home run get hit a home run, absolutely do it. You're in control of your own mind. I thought that whole sequence was fascinating.
1: It was wild. I it it looked like he literally said, Don't throw at me, mother fluffer and then he took a a two two lone <laughs> outside curveball and went <laughs> yabo Just with threw it. it over the um, wall. I you wonder was there something when he was in the White Sox? I, I have no idea. Um but yeah, that was that was awesome.
0: Yep. All right, that's all. That's both awards, right? Yeah, that's both awards. All right, so we have some leftover questions. Also I have breaking news right now. Gumby just got optioned to triple A. Oh, wow. So I think they're going to – he's probably going to make a regular start, and he's going to come back up whenever. They probably wanted to make sure he gets a start every five games.
1: Yeah, I don't i don't like that. It's
0: a little tough. I know. But they probably – they said, hey, you're going to come back.
1: See, I, I would be all right with that if they gave him the, hey, you don't even have to go to AAA. <laughs> like, just hang around the team where or- – you know. <laughs> it may we're, we're going to bring you back in a little bit. I don't know. I w- I would much prefer that to the giving him regular work at AAA when he's on an innings limit. I don't know.
0: They they did that over the All-Star break. Optioned him and he never even reported. I don't know. They could yeah. that could be the situation. I just they just one statement came out. I haven't read any of the uh, like media or reporting on it. All right, let's go to questions.
1: But I do have one question. All mm-hmm. right.
0: I don't even have these in a specific order, but let's go into these questions. Sure. I said, uh, you know, I put it out there, any questions or topics you want us to discuss. So here's one. Chase Headley, first ballot Hall of Famer, or will it take him a couple times to get in? Solid joke. Solid point. He's been good. Not going to be a Hall of Famer.
1: <laughs> what's what's the joke?
0: Uh, that he uh, he hit a home run for us. Okay, here's yeah. something that we can get into. Two people said, talk about why everyone wants Girardi fired every time we lose. Talk about the overreaction of fans every time someone slumps DFA, fire this guy. You're not on Twitter as often as I am, Jake, so you don't really see that this is actually an annoying thing.
1: That's why That's why I'm not on Twitter. I, I've seen yeah. how how people are. Like yeah. that's.
0: There's uh, I mean, there's a lot of people I love talking to on Twitter that that override it for me. But, yeah, I mean, I said yesterday if you do the DFA joke and then people will be like, well, dude, I'm just doing it to make fun of the people that do it. Well, then you're the person doing it. <laughs>
1: You're you're the problem.
0: Yeah, you are the problem. You are the problem. You are worse than the person who says it and genuinely means it. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. I mean, I really don't. And the fire Girardi, those people are just really um, lazy or just uncreative, and they th- the easiest response after a loss is it's the manager's fault. And the hardest, right. the hardest thought process for fans to have, these irrational fans, is to hey, is to say, hey, we just played bad. There's no. Yeah. That is not allowed. There has to be a reason. It has to be because a train went through the hotel at midnight.
1: Yeah. The the manager can only really be blamed for loss if what the if they bring in like such the wrong reliever or they leave the starter in too long, then you can Yeah, it's very little. Kind of raise an eyebrow, but yeah.
0: And and Joe did that a couple of times this year. He's been worse than usual with his bullpen management. I'll say that. I I'm, I'm not a Joe lover, but I, I sound like one because I have to defend him all the time from these idiots who just, it's just so cherry picking. It's the manager's fault. Right. All right. So sports freak. Oh, two Oh one said, uh, talk about how Brett Gardner is a top outfielder in the league. Uh, I didn't look up stats. I don't know if he's a top out in the league. outfielder in the league, but if you can't have the top 10 on your team, he, every team would appreciate what he does for the Yankees. I think you can say that. I think, there's probably a lot of guys better than him in the league stats wise overall. But if, if he's your third outfielder, if he's your second outfielder, like like judges are stud, every team would want I think there's not a lot of teams out there who wouldn't want what Guardi provides for the Yankees. Uh in the in the dugout, in the clubhouse, the spark, the grit, the grind, shit talking everyone.
1: Yeah, it's it's an interesting, you know what scope are you viewing it through? It's Guardy as a second outfielder, that's that's pretty good, and any team would really take that—a dude who can get on base, grind out at bats, you know, has a surprising amount of pop. But top outfielders in the league—I mean, you—I I won't bring out the stats because you can no, you can I didn't shit on even that. Do it. No, pretty no. easily, he,
0: he's not <laughs> yeah. like like I would say he's not an all-star, but he's a guy a lot of teams would want their a guy a lot of teams would want on their team.
1: Not not to nerd us out a little bit, but, uh, I mean, is Gardner a guy you'd start in fantasy baseball? I, I mean,
0: do. And I just beat you this week, okay. sucker.
1: Did you? It was 6-6, six, six, I thought.
0: I just took the lead 6-5 because I got two wins from two relief pitchers.
1: Wow, that's pretty pathetic. But
0: <laughs> um, All right, cool. Okay. All right, next question from Troy Sutfin. Or uh, talk about the lack of driving and runners in scoring position. Didi being insane and Headley carrying over the mojo from July. We've discussed Headley enough. Didi is insane. Guy's a lunatic. I mean, he's re- he's not really a lunatic. I think some people aren't getting the joke there. He's just like on a really hot stretch, and it's fun to yeah. it's fun to call Didi a lunatic and act like he's a raging maniac. He's not, but it's really fun. So let's all keep doing it. But the lack of driving and runners in scoring, runners in scoring position, as Joe Girardi's been saying lately, situational hitting the Yankees aren't doing that haven't done it and my only thought is they should start doing it
1: yeah yeah I agree okay
0: yeah nothing really I mean what do you I mean just yeah I mean I, I don't know if like from a technical standpoint like I think they're trying to do it I just think they're not
1: <laughs> love to do it yeah no there there's a couple and it's it's funny if you don't if you go to a baseball game and you watch a baseball game and you're not into it, you say, oh, yeah, I saw a home run this side and the other. I <laughs> I told you, and we, we were rip, not ripping Gary, saying, ah, you ripped Gary a little bit. Uh, yeah, but
0: it was all that, out of love.
1: That at bat where he struck out on one of those bad outside curveballs, there was a count was 0-1, um, and there was an outside curveball that got called a strike. And I mean, that goes, instead of a 1-1 count with Gary up, bases were loaded, was that right? In the the Bauer game, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, that <laughs> a 1-1 a count with Gary Sanchez at the plate and the bases loaded and an 0-2 count, <laughs> so it, like, how different that actually makes a baseball game is pretty wild. So, you know, there's luck involved on both ends. You know, when, when you are hitting clutch hits, there's a luck factor, and when you're not, there's... Still that luck factor, unless you're Derek Jeter.
0: Let's see what else we got. We got, I like this question, and you'll see why in a second. How, this is from Rob Rosine. Rosene, I don't know. Talk about how terribly our right-handed hitters have hit right-handed pitching in the second half. We already did that, but here's the good part. Do the Yankees need, all caps, need Greg Bird for the final 30 games of the year? Now, Jake, they showed Greg Bird running in the outfield with Castro the other day, sprinting. He is yeah, I saw that. He is close to rehab games, and he said he's feeling better than he ever felt because he still always had the injury. He was just getting cortisone shots. He's got the surgery now. Now, last week I said, shut up, Bird. We'll talk about you when we see you in a uniform. This week I'm saying, let's get Craig Bird in this lineup.
1: I'm am I'm, I'm like over Greg Bird, but like until Greg until Greg Bird hits a home run, I'm not talking about the only thing of note right now. And I know the exact clip you're talking about of him running with Castro. Is Greg Bird's better looking than I remember him being? Greg Bird's a handsome booger. He's got that tall Adam's apple, dark hair look going. So that's good for Greg Bird until I see him hitting a, a home run for the Yankees. Right, done.
0: I'll be the him.
1: I'll him Austin. Don't care.
0: All right, I'll be the sole Greg Bird coverage of the podcast until he hits that homer. Cuz, you know me, bird believer. All right, uh this is kind of fun. Some guy asked us about Gumby. Well, that's over with. What's the lineup construction when Hicksy returns? I think you put Hicks in the 2 hole, maybe you ease him into the tool for like a series, but eventually I want Hicks in the 2 hole again. The OBP was much better. He was taking a lot of walks. Uh, With the slumping righties right now and Gary getting benched, we had DD hitting four and then we had DD hitting three. So right now the lineup is a little bit of a toss up. Headley batted second the other day and he hit the home run there. Um, I thought we had our lineup locked down last week when we were winning every game. And I was like, okay, here's our lineup for the rest of the way. Started slumping, not there anymore. I don't want to, so I don't want to do the whole lineup because I'm always wrong anyway, because it's ever changing. We've only had the same lineup. we have only had the same lineup five times. And I also don't care that much about the order of the lineup.
1: It's it's a cl- classic Girardi dream world. He he gets to mix and match everything, and you know he he gets to play his hunches when <laughs> you know whether whether Headley or Frazier, seventh or eighth probably isn't going to change the game. But he he's in his world, and that's what he likes to do. I meant Hicks Hicks's OBP on the year is currently three ninety eight. In 60 games and a reminder clint clint frazier is down to 263 something like that yeah but he- so getting on base not almost double but time <laughs> timing it more than a time and a half than than clint frazier so i in front of judge that's that's a powerful thing so if he's back to that yeah throw him up there
0: all right also robert rosine if we were in a one-game playoff tomorrow, who's your starting pitcher? Is it Severino or is it Sonny Gray? Someone just asked me this on Twitter as well. I'm Severino.
1: Oh, yeah. It's look at the stats and the stuff and just – I know equity built on a team shouldn't be a thing, especially if you saw what Yu Darvish did the other day um, in his first start for the Dodgers. If Gray throws up a couple of, of those, then you talk about it. But Seve's the ace right now. Yeah. I mean, ERA, ERA in the twos, pretty sure he broke the barrier. What should be my stat of the day: four and zero oh in his last four starts, zero point seven one ERA.
0: All right. Last question: uh, What do you think the most underrated Tom Hanks movie of all time is?
1: It's Heavy. I, your your heart's more tied to this than mine. Right. I I just I'd rather make a gag. My gag answer is Forrest Gump. <laughs> just <'cause> I, <laughs> if the whole world was was quoting Forrest Gump more, I think we might even we might even be in a better place. I don't know. One last thing.
0: Okay, mine is uh that thing you do. Love that movie. Absolutely love that movie.
1: See, I think I'm going to call you out on this one because I know how much of a Tom Hanks guy you are and I my knowledge of him doesn't go as deep. but Money Pit? Oh, that's is my that the one that's my that second. That you love?
0: I love Money Pit and I love okay. that thing. You do. Money Pit, well, I was going to say both, I decided to just say one, but Money Pit's great.
1: Cuz Money Pit's one I don't think I'd know if I didn't know you. Wow. Oh. And I've I've heard multiple members from your family rave about Money Pit. Yeah, Money so. Pit's great.
0: Let's try Love you.
1: Brad.
0: That's a line. It's a line from the movie. Love
1: you. Love you, Tom. Big fan of the show, right? Yeah. Yeah. He, 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 checks in every now and then.
0: All right. Uh, well, we're running pretty long. Let's do picked off next week really quick. We got three against the blue Jays, three against the red Sox. blue Jays. We got CC, then Tanaka, then gray going. I believe they might change all this because the off day gives them flexibility. I think they're going to try and get Sevy in both red Sox series, which means he would pitch the last of this upcoming Red Sox series, and then game one of the two series down the line. But do you have any thoughts? My thoughts are the Blue Jays we've played really well against. We have a lot of guys who have really good numbers off Blue Jays pitchers. So I'm excited about that. Let's keep going.
1: Yeah. At, at Toronto. And I think we currently have for Toronto, it would currently be what CC Tanaka and Sonny. Is that where we're at on that?
0: CC for Toronto CC Tanaka Sunny that's what it is right now they could change Sonny and Jaime okay. with the off day
1: honestly I'm I'm fine with that let Sonny get another another start in before throwing him into Red Stocks, Yankees I'm fine with that you know at, at Toronto again it's one of those things with Tanaka if <laughs> again if Tanaka throws like he did last yeah <laughs> but well you're hoping to get two out of three at Toronto they're still a good team it's it's at Toronto. Man, the Boston series, and again, we'll see if Joe juggles the staff a little bit. Right now, the Sox have three lefties going, so I was looking at the Yankees' numbers against lefties this year, and they're not great. You'd you'd be surprised. You'd think they'd be a little better with you know, Judge and Elgari, but uh, their OPS is like 22nd in baseball or something right now, so interested to see if they do move the guys around in the rotation a little bit. Um, I think the the big thing of notice about Boston, um, it's in New York. I think Sale is supposed to be pitching the final game of that series, so <laughs> you're you're gonna want to have at least a win going into that game. Um, I, ideally, you can take out Rodriguez and Pomeranz, and if you get Sale, it's bonus points. But yeah, if you're if you're going up against Sale on a Sunday to win the series, that's <laughs> you, you got to be realistic sometimes. So.
0: I say we take uh optimistically, four out of two. I say we go on the week. That could be three against the Blue Jays, and then we lose a series to the Red Sox. I don't know how it goes. I say we get four wins, two losses.
1: Yeah, I like it. I um I'll go uh, <laughs> four, four and two is a, a very nice way to put it. I, I'm I'm gonna go three and three just just to go conservative. We'll but we I'll go three and three, we win the Boston series though. How about that? So that'll wow start. And don't we um I, I don't want to get too much force. Isn't it something like our next ten games are against the stocks and the Mets or something like that? Did I dream that three
0: we got three against um the Blue Jays and then three against the Red Sox and then four against the Mets, then three against the Red Sox.
1: Okay, so So we
0: got ten get ten games, yeah. yeah. Six against Boston, four against so that, New, New York,
1: and that's again. I we talked. <laughs> I talked about the Brett Gardner scope that everyone's already forgotten about, but bring it up again, Jake. You know, Toronto again, two out of three. It's at Toronto. That'd be great. <laughs> then you're looking at <laughs> ten games against two teams. That's kind of <laughs> you have to strap on a different mindset a little bit. I don't know. You you uh, if if you let sail or something like that get in your head, you you're setting yourself up for for a tough 10 games almost. So I don't know. Go, go Yanks dodge sale. <laughs> All right.
0: That about wraps it up. We're running kind of long. Anyway, I was going to talk about my trip to the stadium. Um, cause some guy asked like, Hey, I go to yeah. the stadium a lot, but I think I'm going to do this. I'm going to do the family podcast since I'm with uh, my grandma and my brother, everyone, I'm going to do some Yankee talk. Yeah. Non statistical, non this team urgent, just more general yes. Yankee talk. Yankee. With talk. my family members, and I will recap the stadium visit. I saw a guy run onto the field. Dealt with maybe the dumbest cashier I've ever dealt with in the world, but like, for real. We'll talk about it on the other podcast. For now, thanks for listening. Go subscribe to us on Podcast App, and then uh, you got to rate us. You got to review us. It's pretty hard to do. Apple doesn't yeah. make it easy. You have to the like if you subscribe to us, you got to go out search it then find it, then review it. Apple, you your shit's too complicated. I just want people to tell other people that they like us and you're not, not yeah. really allowing them to.
1: Have your whole family sign up. Have your up. whole
0: family sign up. Follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter, Talking Yanks on both of theirs. We post uh, pregame predictions, pregame lineups, postgame recaps, and some shit in between. I made a nice little fun mashup of all the defensive plays from Saturday's game. For really good Guardy's catch, toes catch, Todd Frazier with a really good nice bare hand. Make some mashup videos until that account gets suspended. Those will be posted there. All right. That's it. We appreciate you.
1: We, we appreciate it. Go Yanks. Let's go!